<laughs> All right, ready? No. Last dab number two. He's yoking. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the City of Palms podcast. Thank you for watching, viewing, and subscribing. We appreciate it. We got a giveaway coming up. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, head over to Instagram right now. Wherever you're listening to this or watching on YouTube, go over to our Instagram at City of Palms podcast. And there's going to be a post. Um, we're giving away... What are we giving away, dude? We're giving away the Broly boards. Sick wall art, which I don't even... We don't even need to disclose the retail amount on that. That you that's a that's a private number. It's a one of a kind. Yeah, exactly. Anyone who sees that, that thing's priceless, dude. And it's my favorite character, so I want to give this shit away. Big ass Burly painting. Uh, what is the mini mini keyboard? Mini yep. controller. It's, yep, a little MIDI controller. Unopened. Unopened. Still in the box. That's that's a retail at like 120. Brand new. Like I said, I've already explained this once. I'm not even gonna front. I bought it. I ended up getting two. So now I'm giving one away. That's how no that goes. to keep one on the shelf, so we're giving it away. Hell yeah. Instructions are goes. on the Instagram post. Just head to our Instagram. Uh, you're going to have to follow our page, City of Palms Podcast. You're going to have to like the post. You're going to have to tag two friends in the post and put it on your story. And we're going to take note of everyone who enters, and you could win both of those things. But you got to subscribe to our YouTube, too. For real. Like, we make this podcast for audio platforms, but the, a lot of our efforts go into the video. And... It's all on YouTube, and it's free. So go give us a subscribe on YouTube so you can see our faces as well and the faces of our guests. There we go. That's going to be dope. Um, that's a giveaway that I've got a couple, like, Finstas that are coming in hot on that giveaway. I got some Finstas. I got some bots out there in Czechoslovakia that are going to do some work for me. Get there before Danny does. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. But today, we've got a long way to episode. Episode 91. Familiar face. Yeah, long-awaited, but he's been on before. Yep, we've got Cody Smith today. You've seen him on uh, the episode. We did a little audio engineer-type episode with him and Evan Smith, and we all just chopped it up for a while. But today, we're going to talk with Cody himself. Evan Seals. I'm Cody Smith. That's Evan Seals. Evan Smith is a skateboarder. Evan Seals. (laughs) (laughs) Evan Seals, the other audio engineer who is a friend of ours. Shout out, Evan. Was on, I don't even remember what episode that was, 80 or something like that. Episode 84. No, I'm just playing. Look it up. Go to our YouTube. Look it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Subscribe while you're there. How you doing, dude? Oh man, I'm fucking alive. We have an interesting concept for this episode, and you you recommended the spiciness to this episode. Yes, give it a little twist. I did just because I feel that my own presence isn't enough to like bring in the views, <laughs> but pain is. So like but splitting that difference is. and doing whatever the hell this is what yeah what have we created at first it was the jelly bean idea it was yeah. a game where you spin a spin a wheel and it picks a type of jelly bean and we and we were gonna just eat spicy jelly beans but l- my partner literally like was trying to just clean up the kitchen lifted the box up and the entire thing exploded every single bean fell out so there was like no salvaging that tried to go to the store before we got here and they closed 10 minutes after 10 minutes before i got there so now we're doing like some weird spin the bottle thing yeah luckily we had this uh this arsenal of hot sauce from our episode we did with steven gabriel we did like a hot ones type thing and of course we didn't eat all the sauces so we've got uh eight sauces here and they're all labeled according to their hotness 
and we're just gonna spin these little bottles here since we don't have a spinner and it's gonna pick what hot sauce cody and i and danny are you gonna eat the hot sauce or are you gonna sit out just to laugh I'm going to sit out. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna he sit can out. laugh yeah. at us. Yeah. He can sit here yeah. and laugh. Somebody this... needs to be able to actually ask questions. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so so once one gets spun, um, or is it whoever spins it is taking, how's that going to work? Like, or, or is one, when once it hits a hot sauce, are you both taking a spoon? Yeah, I think spoon? it'll be Cody will spin. Whatever he lands is what he has to eat on the spoon, and I will also eat it on the spoon. And then we'll ask questions. Okay. And that's, fair. And, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate it. That guy stopped recording. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and reset the cameras. Do we start just with the spin, though? Just break it off I with a spin? I feel like let's actually have a conversation and try to get some content there and then break into <laughs> let's it. Let's start from the beginning. Yeah, yeah, let's start yeah. from the like, beginning. Let's get something usable. We can do that. We can do that. Because, like, no, my luck, we're just going to go straight to fucking eight. First question. <laughs> yeah, that, that'd be rough. That would be rough. Have you tried that before? Um, I, any of the, the sauces from that show? I have not, but... I, so I did a hot sauce karaoke up at Ollie's Pub and Kick Coral. Okay. And the dude who runs it made his own hot sauce. Oh, gosh. And it wasn't with Carolina Reapers. It was with the Pucker Butt Pepper, oh my God. which is the next step up, but wow. still slightly less than Pepper X. And we didn't just get like a spoonful. We got a fucking ladle full. Oh, my God. And then had to do karaoke. Liquid oh fire. God. Yeah. Um, the dude who that hosted fun, it. fun, though. Like, did it and busted an ulcer. Oh. Eight people puked, three on stage, uh, and my ass was literally chapped the next day. <laughs> like, not a bit. Like, it hurt not a walk. bit. <laughs> What'd you do during, did you have any remedies during the experience oh, that helped your mouth? Like, you weren't able to do it during the karaoke, but, like, I grabbed muscle milk, um, like, honestly, even, like, even though alcohol, like, dilutes it, if you just swish it and spit it. It's really good at, like, getting all the caspation out and properly, like, out of your mouth. Oh. Damn. That sounds fun, though. That sounds like a good yeah. time. Oh, it was fantastic. It kind of sucks I didn't win, but that's just more because I'm a sore loser. Oh, uh, yeah. Was that your hottest experience? Yes. I feel like I have like... I haven't, haven't felt that hot in a long time. Probably since the Hot Ones episode, to be real. What about you? The worst... The worst I've had, yeah, that was bad. Um, I don't think that's the worst I've had, though. Yeah, no, the worst I remember having was I worked at a country club, and I don't remember what was there. Some dude, the expo there, he'd bought, he had to, like, sign off on it. Like, he had to sign a waiver to buy this hot sauce or something, and he ended up buying it. It was, like, came in a box. It was very little, too. He paid, like, 30 bucks for this Test little box. Tube. Yeah, dude, literally, it was... And he would he would get people. He would like mix it with the with like a little bit of like buffalo, or, or he just be it like, could Dude. just be capsaicin extract. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the shit they put in hot sauce to make it hot. If you just eat that straight, like the bomb, which is like the one that on hot ones is like the one that they get the reaction shot from, yeah, yeah. is just extract. You are supposed to like actually mix it with food and everything, but they just do it straight, which is what oh. what gets that money shot and why it tastes like shit. Yeah. Damn, I wish yeah. we would have got that in our kit. Yeah, because we bought the hot ones kit. But I guess it was, it didn't. Yeah, that it, one's not, they probably couldn't get the licensing for that one. True. Yeah, that's a different brand. That's right. We just got their And sauces. also, it's not fun. Like, I've done it before. It's not fun. It doesn't taste good. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just, just heat. Yeah. It's heat and just like, ugh. That's the only way to describe it. It's just, ugh, it's visceral. That's how I've heard, have you ever had a Carolina Reaper? Y yes. Really? I always have wanted to try, even though it seems like the most miserable thing ever. I didn't do it straight. I did like the one chip challenge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's 
still not good. And yeah. that's like the hot sauce I did for um, karaoke was above the Reaper. was above the Carolina Reaper, and it was just mashed and pureed. Like oh. they didn't dilute it. They didn't add like they had a little bit of like garlic and a little bit of vinegar, but like it was. Cause I've 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 like seen lots of videos of people doing the Carolina Reaper and just like trying to go for like ten minutes without a drink or whatever, and it just it seems miserable. I've never felt anything like that. I I want to like make it three sauces without doing it, but if we just get eight straight off the bat, fuck that. We gotta grab the kefir. For real. Let's get a little. Let's get a little. Little Lifeway branding. <laughs> Not a sponsor. Oh fuck that shit! Do you remember the jalapeno we had at William Quidley's house? I do. That was that was coming up to, but but I didn't want to start with that. I didn't want to be like that's the hottest jalapeno. But something was in that wasn't. I know that was a Florida grown one or something. Yeah, like dude. I don't know. He grew that like he just like or maybe he knew what he was doing. I was gonna say randomly. Maybe they like calculated that and they're like this is bred to be the hottest jalapeno. They put some of that extract because it the was soil. like that. I remember it was probably because I was a kid. I was like fucking eleven or something like that. But I remember that being like torturously hot to where like i was shoveling ice cream in my mouth just like to calm it a little bit and i feel like i i hate to interrupt that story i just feel like i need to say because like you i'm not a spicy guy like by any means wow. like like tapatio when i put that in my grits a little too spicy <laughs> <laughs> yeah tapatio is the go-to oh like my it, it, this, this isn't is gonna, gonna be fun this is gonna be crazy yeah i'm not a spicy guy either um even just the other day dude i got uh Publix wings, Publix hot and spicy wings. Next day, I was like, couldn't do it, Damn. couldn't do it. It's the, that's the worst. Like when it upsets your digestive yeah, yeah, system, yeah. you know what I mean. And that really hot stuff really does that. You can like feel it going through you. It know? fucks up like your week. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it that's a, why I feel for the people, the, the celebrities that like do hot ones, because a lot of times they do that on like press runs or whatever, yeah. and they'll like have other shit to do the rest of the day, and they'll just be obliterated, just like at, at Ellen, just like. <laughs> Holding their stomach. This story about Riff Raff, where he was just like in the bathroom, still wearing his peach panther peach panther suit, just fucking hurling in the sink. Oh, it was just like, who's the white guy with dreads, like puking in her sink? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Riff Raff. He was just on Hot Ones. <laughs> How do you think the guys at Complex feel like feel about that show on the days that they're taping? Because like that's an actual brand. Yeah, that, yeah. Like they're a hip hop brand that like. First subsidiary, first we feast, and then that's like their main money maker right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, that I, show exploded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. I yeah, I would think. Yeah, they're probably loving it because I mean it's even on Hulu now. A couple mm-hmm. seasons, couple seasons. I'm like, Wait, they Hulu? Got that Hulu contract. Yeah. I knew they were doing a show. Like a is that what it is? The live show? No, it's just what it is on YouTube you know, on Hulu. That's crazy. Yeah, but there's only season one, so it's like all older episodes. It's like YouTube, you know, they've got like 20 seasons or something like that. Like, they've yeah. got a lot. Yeah. Dang. Well, anyways, on to Cody Smith. <laughs> Enough about the hot sauces in front of us. We'll we'll be feeling those eventually. Um, uh, so I, I saw your three song stories, and you uh, they introed it saying that you started vocal lessons at age five. Was that your first well, experience with proper music? proper vocal lessons, it was just me doing choir. Like, oh. it was getting on stage and, like, singing The Lion Sleeps Tonight with choreography and all that bullshit. Oh. And then going off and puking in the toilet. Because, and just, like, straight runts coming out. Oh, God. From anxiety? Yeah. So did that not, uh, I mean, 
for lack of a better term, leave a bad, have music leave a bad taste in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, I know. I absolutely do not like performing, but it's like one of those things where like it sucks, but it's such like a high that it. I can't do like proper drugs because like I know how I react to like those kind of situations. So that's what I use music instead for. Is just like, oh, this is bad for bad for me, but oh, it feels so good. Wow. Like that's a good way of putting it, dude. That's that, and that's important too. We we talk about this too. It's like just stepping out of your comfort zone and just to even hear you say, "I'm not a spicy guy," but you're like about to, you know, do this, and then like you don't like performing, but you do it all the time. Just it's it's a way to like step out. That's good. Like, That's good. My motto when everybody, somebody asks me, like, are you ready? It's like, no, I'm not. Let's fucking do it. Because, like, that, I'm not going to be prepared for most shit. Like, because I don't want to be prepared. Because that makes more effort. And, like, obviously you still practice instruments and everything. Mm-hmm. But, like, properly, like, getting the right mindset just fucks me up. And I'm not going to try to do that shit. Whether it's, like, skydiving, which I've, I've done and loved. Wow. Didn't get prepared just strapped onto a dude nuts to butts and he jumped out of a plane and i had to go with him Thirteen thousand feet 11,000 i was 18 and my and i had my was like mom i'm an adult let's do it <laughs> well like my i grew up with like her boyfriend at the time was a skydiver like oh that's what he did for his birthday every single year was we went out to the clueston drop zone and they oh, had, a th- had a thing where, like, it's called the skydive boogie. And you could, like, grab onto the back of a Cessna and it would fly you up. There was an old dude who, like, went up in an air balloon and skydived naked. Wow. Just, like, crazy wild shit that I always, like, grew up around. And was like, I'm an adult. I can do this legally. Let's fucking go. Sick. That's cool, dude. I've always wanted to. Never never have. Oh, it's, it's great when you're, like, actually floating. Except I got caught right on my... Uh, I, I, yeah, the fucking shit like literally hit my nuts when we were riding up, so I had uh, to get dropped in midair to like adjust it, which damn. is fucking terrifying. But other than that, it was like a really good descent, and like you just like see all across Florida because we're so fucking flat. It was just great. Damn, that's cool. Has performing and like having to deal with that anxiety and like overcome that hurdle every single like so often has that helped with anxiety just in like your everyday life? No. Dang. Like, exercise has been, like, a lot better for that because I can just, like, turn my brain off and just, like, I'm fucking breathing in, breathing out, one, breathing in, breathing out, two, and, like, actually getting into, like, meditate and that kind of shit, which I never really got into before. But on stage, like, I have to think. Like, even if I'm, like, just playing drums, like, everybody always goes, like, the drummer's the dumb one. It's like, yeah, but we have to count to four, like, a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. <laughs> like, it's, like, if you're watching somebody drumming and, like, they're trying to keep proper time, what's going on in their head is, all right, this is a fucking four-bar phrase, I'm on one, two, three, four, two, two, three, four, I have two more two-fours left, and then I actually get to go and move on to the next section, make, make sure I hit this fill, and I need to subdivide to that to make sure I can actually get the one-e and a two-e and a three, a four, and ba-da-da-da, ba-da-da-da, ba-da-da-da. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Like, I, I feel like you can even see me, like, hyper-focusing, just imagining that bit. Which is, on stage, like, I am full of rum and even pre-workout because it's actual fucking exercise I'm doing behind the kit. Yeah, yeah. And it's just so hyper-concentrated that I can't, 
like I, there is like a zone of like endorphins and everything that you get when you're like doing really intense like exercise and shit like a runner's high almost mm-hmm. yeah i never ran i was just a cheerleader in marching band so cheerleader and in marching band not a cheerleader in marching band <laughs> but <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> I make stupid jokes that only I find funny. I apologize. <laughs> the target demographic for this podcast is me and my mom, which is why I want to do the hot sauce. Sick. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it's just like its own. It's like its own buzz, versus like actually getting to shut my brain off and like actually properly deal with my anxiety and everything, which I get to do through working out. That's real, dude. I respect that. Which thank you guys for your, taking me on last time because that was like my wake up call to like actually finish getting my ass back in shape because like I fell off hard, and I even though like it, December is talking to me like no their focal length was only seventy at that time and we got them to a proper ninety now so your face doesn't look so fat it's like it still felt fat looking at that episode so now I just do now my knees back to being messed up so I'm only doing half hour cardio a day. That's good though, dude. Yeah. That's good. And I'm like back in the gym properly after like fucking my knee up, wrestling with a guitarist for a metal band. <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> and just like I'm back to like going to the gym and setting PRs every time, which nice. is so good. Yeah. Yep. Because you can see that improvement. Yes. It feels every, so good. Every time. Yep. Which doesn't seem like it's supposed to be right but it feels good yeah i know right yeah that's true would you ever skydive oh hell yes yeah i, I, I never knew your opinion didn't we that. talk about that sometime i feel like you and i talked about that as some sort of like thing we could do at some point is get our licenses to skydive when we reach 500 subscribers <laughs> i just set my <laughs> head to the youtube channel yeah. i mean they give you video that you can use for any case you want so you could actually do like a 500,000 subscriber type shit and set yourselves like with the video going on in the background of you jumping out of a plane as like that a would subscriber be cool, special dude. that'd be sick we're going to do that <laughs> Yeah, we'll set a benchmark at some point. But. And instead of five hundred thousand, it's five hundred. Literally five hundred. We have two hundred. Go, go. <laughs> Somebody subscribe. <laughs> what if someone listened to that? Like, what if one day we did have five hundred thousand, and someone listened to this episode like way later, and they're just like, back when they had two hundred subscribers. It's gonna know, be me. Right? It's gonna be me bullying you guys with Shay and being like, hey, remember when you said like on episode ninety one? Yep. Hop in, boys. We're going to Clueston. Yeah, that's it. Skydive boogie. <laughs> Doing it naked. Fuck it. Bro, I'll, I'll definitely do that. Yeah. Um, so what was your first band then, musically? What was so, your first, like, collective? Musical? My very first band, I was 13, and it was called The Cant Singers, which the joke was every single member was in choir. We were a, like, so every, we had three, it was a three-piece harmony, and we covered the band Busted, but the problem with the band Busted is that's the band the Jonas Brothers covered on their early records. Ah, oh, so you're competing against the Joe Bros. We were basically just covering Jonas Brothers songs. <laughs> and, like, because there was only, like, one venue to play when we were 13, it was, like, a Christian rec center, so we were, like, opening for uh, heavy metal bands and stuff, and we were just doing, like, three-piece harmonies over... Like, I learned how to play drums properly with that band. Like, literally turned 13 on a Friday... Had my first band practice Saturday. That Sunday we had a show. Jesus. Wow. And, like, I was not good. 
Still I, up? No, actually, luckily. Because, like, at that point, I've just, I've been doing that enough to, like, not puke. Podcasts are still, like, a weird situation for me, so who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Especially with all that shit. Um, so, 13, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, yes. Sorry, ADHD. Have to, like, reconnect thoughts and, like, t- figure out what the words I just said were. So, like, I was not good. Like, I didn't even have drum lessons until I was 14. So I still had, like, an entire year playing with that band before I even had, like, an actual drum lesson. Oh, jeez. But it was mainly just, like, I learned how to, like, I auditioned for the band by playing rock band. Like, they, like, they literally sat my ass down at the, like, rec center with rock band and was like, look, if you can play through this stupid song, you can join the band, just get a drum set. You hit all the right colors. (laughs) Like, to this day, I still, like, will pull up, like, Guitar Hero drum tracks without, like, the actual drum part playing and just sit there with, like, the beats and stuff. Because, like, it's actually drum tablature. Like, that is the most... Like, you can't really play Guitar Hero and learn how to play guitar. Oh. You can absolutely learn how to play drums through... What? Yeah. I was I was wondering. Yeah, because oh. I know the guitar is not similar to play. No. Like, you can't actually play guitar if you play Guitar Hero. But... And, like, that's actually something that I talked a lot to joseph from dead ritual the drummer about because like he's in the same boat where like we'll start talking technical and he'll just like i dude i play rock band that's how i know how to play this shit don't talk to me about paradiddles (laughs) (laughs) what's a paradiddle so there's a thing called marching band rudiments which is how like because okay you're about to get fucking technical and shit go for it so, marching bands come from military bands. You had, like, the Civil War drummer boy and shit. So, back then, and, like, in order to, like, learn how to play drums and shit, everything, you have rudiments, which are, like, the rudimentary sets on how to play drums. There's, like, 24 or something that are officially recognized by the American Percussion Society. And a paradiddle, which is, like, one of the first permutations, because you have your single stroke, which is just right, left, right, left. And then you have a double stroke, which is right, right, left, left. A paradiddle would be right, left, right, right, left, right, left, left. <laughs> That's crazy. Paradiddle. That's the tutorial. Um, do you... So we're at... We're at 27 right now. We are? Yeah. Fuck. So you, how about we take a break, and then we get into yep, the, the... Change the, the camera. Heat. Yep, yep. All right. We're going to take a quick ad break. Enjoy them. In the meantime, we should have a couple in there. Welcome back. Hope you enjoyed the ads. So, we're so we, we should finish here. the first question. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's rifle let's off the I'll band. speed through all these. Um, uh, after that one, that's when I started hooking up with my friend Ricardo. And like that's he was basically in every band that I did up until 2016. So every stupid variation off of those bands were just him. And I don't think we even had a name for the most part during those days until 2015. That's when we f- became, at first, the Butterfly Catchers. And then uh, B. Frank kind of gave us a what-the-fuck-you-guys-doing look when we played our show over at GCL. Because that was like our first show ever was at GCL. And then we were like, no, we, we forgot Steve. That was just our band name. We didn't have a friend named Steve. We were just like, used a band name generator. We forgot Steve was on there. We liked it. That was the band. That's actually the band that I started playing with my friend Brendan in. 
and he's been with me since 2015. We're coming up on almost a decade here in the next few years of me and him just playing together. He's the bass player for Perfect Sequence now. It's his main gig, but he's been on every Cody & Co. record except for like the acoustic stuff. And so after we forgot Steve, kind of fell off the face of the earth, and then went to college, became Cody in the first chair flukes with a K because I'm very original and like really bad puns for my band names. And that was with that band left me, the first year flukes left me and went off to start the Birdmen with Grant Cobb because Grant Cobb was my guitar player. And he was just like, I don't think that playing with a 19 year old kid who's having a mental breakdown instead of practicing is a good career move. So he started his own punk band off of that. Birdmen. <laughs> which they were fucking great. I not even wound up joining the Birdmen to play drums on after a while. Whoa. Which was kind of a fun little like callback and shit. And then Cody and Co. became birthed because I was like, the concept was going to be, oh, each record I'm going to have a different lineup. Every live show is going to be different. It's going to be kick-ass. I did that about three times live, realized it's tedious as all fuck. And then I was lucky to stumble into the guys that I've been playing with for, fuck, th three years? Christ. Uh, which is Isaiah Surreal on sax. Uh, he's actually one of the band leaders for the Ave Maria band and also the band leader for the FGCU band. And he's a regular like collaborator with Hunter Dolan. And just He's a name you need to look out for because he's going to absolutely be like the next fucking Kamasi Washington. He is so talented and I have no idea what he play why he plays with me, but I am so fucking grateful. Heck yeah. And that's not at all to diminish Brendan and Skylar and like, a, oh, like these are all like wonderful fucking musicians like like i said brendan dubois is also my bass player and then skylar brenton who's also the drummer for perfect sequence is also my drummer i kind of share custody of those guys with caleb from perfect sequence and we just kind of go back and forth with the boys i get him some weekends he gets some holidays <laughs> <laughs> but that's kind of like the main coding co right now and if i ever like get the creative juice back in my body that's where i'm going to be going next is doing a full proper full band record with them actually letting skylar have a drum kit because if you listen to my records there's no drum kit because <laughs> i was listening to a lot of dinosaur junior not dinosaur junior um uh, t-rex t-rex is the band they didn't actually have a drum set on their first record and i was like i want to do that and then nobody wanted to listen to my records because i did weird shit like not have drum set on it <laughs> Which, Cody and Co. Music, if you want to check out that kind of shit. Cody Ampersand Co. C-O-D-Y Ampersand C-O. So, with the stuff you want to do from here forward, is, is it just like the inspiration not there? Or is it like a scheduling type thing? Or just not the right time? I'm enjoying not being creative. Like, That's fair. Granted, I, I'm very privileged enough to have a creative job. Like, I work two days a week. I go in. Like, if I'm doing an art center gig... I might be a lighting director, I might be audio engineer for international artists, like this past week I got to do an impromptu sound set with a country artist I grew up listening to with no notice and just threw that together, which I feel is still very creative, but not in like the same way that writing and producing music is. Yeah, for sure. It's like a different, different part of that same kind of realm. Yeah. 
that's kind of cool because you're able to make a living. You you're a professional at at music. You know that is your yeah. whole livelihood. But it's not like creating records is becoming your like breadwinner. So you're having to make shit and write songs and do this because mm-hmm. then at that point like it kind of becomes more of a task. And there. I still have stuff that I like. People are coming to me to want to work on stuff. Like I'm currently playing drums in a band called Skylar Brenton, named after the lead singer Skylar Brenton because very creative band name. And like I'm do like that's been my main musical project right now just because I don't have to think I just hit drum which is so nice (laughs) Um, but I still like do recordings with him like I did his acoustic EP I did his full band EP and I'm about to do his live record here soon and we have like a full album we're gonna do with him I have some other clients that are potential here in the next month or two that when they come out are gonna be really cool and if they never come out it's still gonna be a cool opportunity but nice. that one I'm keeping a little bit more until, like, actually things start moving. I'm going to keep that those ones in pocket. That makes sense. And, you, so, and you've been doing scoring, too, right? You showed us the one yeah. you did for B, the um, BDSM show. I just dropped the theme song for the BDSM game show hosted by Rab Russell up at Ollie's Pub. I, I did an entire theme for a movie that December was going to start working on. That's right. The yeah, Port of like, the Islands. Like I have full or like and full orchestral arrangements, and then like for the cuts that were gonna be made to the '80s, I have just like grimy '80s synthwave stuff mixed in with like the orchestral themes I came up with. So December, get on it. That must be so cool as a musician, like someone who who that is your whole life to have such different like outlets for that same yeah. realm. You know, like making a record for Cody and Co has to yeah. be drastically different than making a score for yeah. a film. You know, like especially because like I went to school for composition and audio engineering, so like that's a muscle like I've been using for. I first learned how to start composing in my freshman year of high school. I literally took my music theory class, and instead of, like, sitting there and being like, turn to page 82, and we're going to talk about a major third, he went, hey, this is computer. Our school paid a lot of money for it. This is the software. Fucking use it. Write me a song. Hell yeah. And I got to learn how to, like, orchestrate for an entire, like, string quartet, an entire like orchestra and a brass symphony like all this stuff by the time i even left high school and that's kind of why i feel like i just made my first presence known with music as just weird of two shit because oh a band i forgot about was the pine was called pine island and they had a full recording studio because their grandpa died and that's how their dad wanted to connect with them so 15 got an entire recording studio to learn how to record whoa 16 like i'm doing all these compositions so by the time i get to like 20 i've been doing this for a while it's just like no i don't want to make popular music fuck that shit it's easy but nobody wants to listen to that i i feel that though like just to be able to flex all those muscles it's got to be healthy for you as a creative you know yeah mm-hmm. like david bowie made some pretty shitty records on purpose because that just some, that's something you have to do every once in a while. And yeah. I feel like now that I've got that out of my system, if I ever get to this next record, it'll be cool. If I never get to it, oh, fucking whatever. I did, I did what I wanted to do. Yeah, and at the end of the day, that's what you have to... That has to be the bottom line as a creative. Yeah. Like, you can't, you can't really compromise your own passions and desires, you know? Because then it's like the joy becomes job, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? More than the joy. 
see, that's the I can't agree with that because my entire like concept behind my life is selling out what I enjoy at every point possible because I don't want to do a real job. When I was had to work at when I was working at Target the last time I was on here, like I was fucking miserable. That was the first job I had since I was eighteen, like nineteen through twenty three. I was just doing music, and it was fucking fantastic. And going back like to Target, like literally the day before I came on this podcast, I tried to kill myself because that's just where I was mentally because I was compromising myself so much versus like. Now I'm joining some cover bands and that kind of stuff, which is still a compromise, but I don't care as much because, like, I'm still get to fucking hit a drum. Like, I still get yeah. to enjoy myself and, like, hang out and be creative, even mm-hmm. if it's like, all right, guys, we're going to go play some Sublime. Fuck. <laughs> but even that, I, I can see what you mean. Like, the corporate environment for someone who, like your brain is always wanting to be in that yeah. position of like, even though there it's like, you want to be doing hard work, you know, mm-hmm. you're not just like, Oh, I don't want a job. You want your job to be focused in that world. You yeah. don't want to be taken out of it. No, like I, yeah. I fully compromised with myself when I was younger that I would rather be homeless than like not work, not do music. And as somebody who is in a relationship now, I don't have the option of, Oh, I can be homeless and still do music. No, I have to make sure every day, that I'm at least doing something to help make sure that the person I love and care about can still have what they need. Because COVID, that fucked up a lot of shit for me personally. And I'm still trying to like make some recovery because a lot of stuff that happened for me wasn't fair to my, per- fair to my partner. None of that. Mm-hmm. And it was just... Well, that's why I was working at Target and was compromising myself. But literally walked out of that shit the day after Christmas and not looking back. That's good. Yeah, that's really real too. Like I, I appreciate you know what you said. I mean, it's so it's just true. Like we've got to do what we got to do. Also, I apologize for just dropping. Like, oh yeah, I had a suicide attempt before I came on your show last time. Ha, huh? sorry. No, that's real Dude, shit. That's real what we shit, need to bro. talk about. Yeah, yeah. Like, like that's something like I am pretty honest about with my music, and like that's something that I talked to you earlier about with like the authenticity of a performer is like I'm a depressed fucking person. I had my first suicide attempt in like fifth grade. So, like, that is a part of me, and, like, when I have to talk about myself, that is something that eventually is going to come up. So. How about we spice things up a little bit? Do we want to do our first spin? Oh, not really, but let's get it. Let's do it. And I'll match whatever, I'll match whatever you eat with the spoon. Let's get this. Ah, that's a bad spin. Let's redo that one. Still the same sauce, though. Number one. Yeah, starting off nice. Oh, thank fucking Christ. <laughs> we'll tap it to you. All right, let's do this. Let's fucking start off number eight. I don't know. How much would... I feel like it's a solid glob. Yeah, give me a solid glob. All right. And, Danny, this isn't me peer pressuring you. This is just me double-checking. You sure you wanted to, like... Have a good bowel movement in the morning. Yeah, yeah. I'll, <laughs> I'll pass on it. I appreciate the sauce offer. number one. What is it? Frank's Red Hot. Frank's Red Hot. Well, rated number one on our scale we created. All right, ready? Cheers. Cheers. I'm not a fan <laughs> of Frank's Red Hot. I don't really like buffalo sauce that much. 
I feel like when you properly get it in some with some like butter on some like nice home homemade like wings and like you fry that shit up and then butter it up, that's when it's good. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I've had too many cheap buffalo yeah. wings. All right. You want to pick a question off of our little list? Yo, yeah. So how are we doing the numbers, by the way? So, like, obviously we're topping out eight, but, like, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight? Pretty much. Yeah, we we pretty figured much. we'd just eyeball it, just kind of see where the questions are at, how we're feeling. Fair. So... But that one was definitely mild. We talked a little bit already about Guitar Hero, and you, you mainly used... Did you play the guitar on oh, Guitar yeah. Hero too? Yeah, yeah, that's actually like what got me into guitar was like my dad being like, "You piece of shit, here's an actual guitar. Learn that. Learn some Metallica on that." <laughs> did you did you use the pinky when you when you play Guitar Hero? Were you a pinky guy? Uh, now I am. Not actually play guitar, but I used to like just try to hit all five buttons with all three fingers. Yeah. But you did you do hard and expert? Hard mode. Fuck expert. Damn. You like, were on that expert mode, weren't you? I, yeah, I was. Uh, expert crazy. actually speeds the song up faster than the actual song, though. And that's what fucks with me. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. See, I wasn't one of them, like, dudes, like, Zach could play through the fire and the flames on, like, hard on Guitar Hero 3. You remember that shit? Oh, yeah. What was your Guitar Hero that was, like, the go-to? Three. We, three? Oh, okay. That three was the perfect. one. That was the one. That was yeah. the one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I saw the, and I feel like I was introduced to a lot of dope music from Guitar Hero. What hmm. about you? Uh, Prayer of the Refugee on... Guitar Hero 3 was my shit. Uh, Guitar Hero World Tour on the DS. What? Oh, wow. That is what got me using my pinky on Guitar Hero and also introduced me to Blink-182. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah, because they had all the small things on there. And that's... Fuck, that awakened a memory. Me just, like, playing in my backseat, fucking DS oh. strumming and shit. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's what got me into like AOL music, finding all these like punk bands. So when I was like in eighth grade is when like all these like Guitar Hero bands started turning into like NoFX and all those like crazier bands. Yeah, Guitar Hero, Guitar Hero was that staple, dude. It was. Loved it. It, it was. Remember I the day we brought it home? Guitar like Hero Costco? 2. Guitar Hero 2. We got the box set. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got that Guitar Hero 2 box. Such that was a huge day, box. It came in such a big box. There aren't that many video game memories I have of like like the first night of getting them, but I remember the PS3 on Christmas morning, and I remember getting yeah. Guitar Hero. You I remember SpongeBob Bikini it. Bottom? I remember oh, that. Just an impromptu trip to Walmart. We brought that home. Yeah. Battle because, for Bikini Bottom. Hell yeah. yeah. Dude. Was fire. And you remember I was so upset because it was a school night, and I had like we didn't have a memory card for the PS2, so I got to like the end of the Bikini Bottom little like section of the game, and if you had 10 golden spatulas or five or whatever, you could get yeah, to the next yeah. version. And I thought that was beating the game. My small ass was like, yo, if I, get, I have four golden spatulas. I need five. And there it is. And like, mom was like, all right, time for bed. And Because I got like, in elementary school. And I'm just like, dude, I'm one away. And she was getting so mad. Because she's like, Brian, it's past your bedtime. And I remember I got so upset because I had to turn it off and lose all my progress. But then I realized there was a lot more to the oh, game. Oh, the game's just starting. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm good. That's hilarious. I'm lucky enough that my family like was trying to buy my love through video games. So like, oh, I had the memory cards. I had like external hard drives and shit. The things that connected the GameCube to the DS. You uh, remember those? How like with Pokemon games, if you had Pokemon yeah. Coliseum or any of those like GameCube Pokemon games where you could get like Entei and all them pretty easy, you could you had an extent. There was a thing that you could connect a Game Boy game into your GameCube. And uh, you, if you plugged your like Pokemon game Game Boy in there, you could trade the shit. I'm on the wrong side of Gen Z for that, bud. 
That was our thing. I, and the training cables. You remember the uh, training cables? We'd sit there with a cord connecting our shark. game. Yeah. Game Shark. You remember oh, game, game Shark? Game Shark got me through some shit. Yeah, Game Shark's clutch. <laughs> like, I had Game Shark on my DS. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's... I never actually finished Pokemon Pearl. Like, it was just me trying to see how far I could break my game. That's the way to do it at one Wait, point, dude. That's, that's how I still learn shit. Like, when I, when I was learning audio, it was literally, like, I was in church at 13 because I... I sucked at drums, so uh, they were still like, hey, you're a warm body, you want to learn how to do sound? So I did, but, like, I literally sat there, and, like, I remember going through, and there was a three-band EQ, because it was, like, a little shitty-ass Behringer board, and I literally sat there, turned off two of the bands, leaving just one band, filtered that, turned that, turned the next one on, turned the first one off, filter that. And I remember the fucking youth pastor making eye contact with me while I was doing it, but I was still like, nope, we're going to see what this sounds like right now. <laughs> Trial and error. I didn't keep that gig, but I got some better ones because I did that shit. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay. I feel like the only other video game that like gave me that vast um, uh, like insight to music is the Tony Hawk games. I was just water, but I feel like I fucking chickened out because I t- took that sip. Oh, I th- yeah, I saw right as you put it down, you're like, oh. That's all right. But no, I, yeah, I was actually wanting to bring that up, that Tony Hawk seems like a fucking monumental to, like, millennial and all that shit, where even, like, a lot of Gen Z, where it was just like, okay, who the fuck are the dead Kennedys? Who's Del the homo- funky homo sapien? And who the fuck is Nas? <laughs> but goddamn if they didn't fucking kill it. Oh, yeah. And that was so cool about those games, too, is it really showed that, like, skateboarding as, like, a culture, it involves all these other little cultures yeah. of, like, hip-hop and punk and metal and stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's dope. Yeah, the soundtracks to those games, like he's saying, were just phenomenal, dude. It's Iconic. staple. Favorite Tony Hawk soundtrack? Gotta be American Wasteland. For sure. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Especially because at that time when the game released, mm-hmm. I was really into Green, Ta- Green Day, American Idiot yeah. Green Day. So Holiday was on that game, and I remember mm-hmm. like I wanted to. Un- Billy Joe was a fucking bonus character, and like all this shit, Fuck. and I'm like, yeah, that's the game. Yeah. The soundtrack for me is on three, but the gameplay for me is uh, what's the one where they had to battle the Jackass crew? Underground uh, two. Underground two. That okay. is probably. I mean, American Wasteland is probably my favorite. For, like, nostalgic shit, but, like, Underground 2, I feel uh, like we played the most. Yeah, yeah. fucking yeah. unlocking Benjamin Franklin. And yeah, shit. I remember yeah, trying to beat yeah. the game 100% because you could do all the tasks, unlock all the people, and, like, so good. the special, you could be Steve-O riding the bull. Yeah. Such a good game. Dude. And I was too young to actually know Jackass, so I didn't know what all this shit was, and it was just like, this is fucking wild! <laughs> <laughs> dude, and that dude, Nigel Beaver has him. <laughs> that, yeah. that motherfucker uh, yeah. he was the Eric Sparrow of, or, no Eric Sparrow was in that game yeah. wasn't he yeah no yeah yeah I think he was but they still had like that character as like the butt of all the shit yeah yeah, yeah. great game let's spin one more time should we do it if we land on the same one spin again or how should we do it let's roll the dice and find out let's figure it out yeah oh yeah wait hold up let me get this on let me get this camera angle all right, we're spinning the next round. Cody's getting it. All right, Los oh. Calientes. What number's on that one? Four. Four. Los, Cali- Los Calientes, the sauce of the summer. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get a little dab will do you. Fuck. <laughs> that was a couple dabs. <laughs> they need, like, one of those, like, pour things that like, are on the vodka. Yeah. Fuck. Hold on. Let me get a little bit more. 
so I can match yours. Wow. All right. All right, Los Calientes, bottoms up. Mm. Whoa, that's a lot better than I remember. Spicy, but it fucking tastes good. I can't quite remember. I remember this one was super hot. Because, see, I just made this list. I just, like, kind of remembered and tried to put numbers to things. But I could have got it wrong. Five out of ten. But I remember that one was kind of hot. And I remember this one was really hot. This local gator hot sauce. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That one was boiling. Fuck with that. This one's pretty hot, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Um, Okay, so... This one's good. Did you run, want to read a question? We were going question by question. Um, no, you can read one. You All right. Keep going. This one's this one's crazy. If music wasn't a part of your your life, what would you be passionate about? I was like hardcore into STEM before I discovered Guitar Hero. I was one of those assholes that like, oh fuck, gonna do math every day. Gonna fucking become an in like in my high school year, not my high school, in my like fifth grade yearbook. It's literally like. What do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be a ballerina. I want to play baseball. I want to be a graphic designer. Really? <laughs> yeah, like, that... Because I'm, I'm, I'm a fucking weird person. Like, there's probably some weird shit going on up there that I should get tested, but that costs money. <laughs> and my mom does was, like, really crunchy with, like, with us growing up. So it was, like, <laughs> if the vaccines weren't recommended by, like, this weren't mandatory by the school, then I probably wouldn't have gotten them kind of shit. <laughs> But like, so I was grew up with the internet, so I so I already knew what like graphic design was, what like vector design and all that stuff was, and like okay, if I want to go to school, I'm gonna have to take all these classes so I can go to Full Sail University and join their graphic design program so I can design video games for a living. Oh my gosh! Uh, but I was also a miserable little shit, so I saw a chance I would just be dead. <laughs> Yes, it does sound like music was like that, that yeah. kind of like yeah, it, it, rope holding it, it together. Literally fucking night and day after like Guitar Hero. Like, still dressed like a jackass, but like started getting into metal and like had those camo cargo shorts. Had my fucking like band tees from Hot Topic. <laughs> my dad bought me like a little wallet that had like an iron cross on it that my mom made me rip off because it's Nazi paraphernalia. <laughs> Yeah, the, a lot of like those metal dudes from like the '80s and shit, hard, rocking hardcore Nazi memorabilia. What? Yeah, and like Lemmy from Motorhead even has a line where it's like, "It's not my fault the fucking Nazi said all the good shit," but like, <laughs> yeah, Iron Crosses, fuck that shit. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Like, and especially, like, if you start looking at, like, a lot of, like, the old school 80s shit, like, there's some weird stuff that made it through there. Like, Rob Halford's, like, leather daddy shit, because he was, Rob Halford from Judas Priest is, like, was a hardcore gay dude. Like, and I don't mean, like, hardcore as in, like, yeah, he was very gay. I mean, like, full-on leather daddy, like, riding a motorcycle to go fuck his next dude type shit. And that's kind of, that, because, like, Judas Priest got popular, that whole aesthetic got popular, and it's, like... No, this isn't a motorcycle game, guys. This is the YMCA. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's keep it going. Let's keep spinning. Let's keep I keep spinning. trying to drink water because, like, that's the proper thing to do on a podcast is, like, drink some water, clear your throat, move on to the next question. Sound all crispy? Nah, fuck that shit. We're going through it. <laughs> Let me get this out. I'm going to give it a little 
else can I do? All right, what's that one? Number five, we're just going down the list with Mexico Lindo, Salsa Habanero. I remember, I think I remember that one looking spicier than it was. Triple yeah. extra hot. Water, habanero puree. Yeah, that won't be too bad. I say right before it kicks my ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this game. I love just sitting and watching. <laughs> <laughs> See, this cap, this cap is what more fucking people need for their hot sauce. Like, you can literally, like, dip it out. Yep. Get a safe amount. Like, I know it's three dips on this spoon versus like, eh, fucking, eh, that looks like right. <laughs> oh, yeah, let me get this. I need some dips. Yep. Yeah, I did three dips. One, two, two. This is a thick one. Three. All yeah. right. Nice Pinkies out. Tastes like... worse, but not doesn't burn. Yeah, I don't like the taste right. of that. That tastes gross. Yeah. What vinegar is like the third <laughs> ingredient? <laughs> Gotta be. Water, habanero, salt. Salt. Uh, yeah, I'm tasting the salt. <laughs> I taste that. I taste that. <laughs> Sheesh. What is that? Soy sauce? Jesus. All right, let's keep them medium. I feel like that tastes good on a burrito though, mixed with some like like some chicken or something. Yeah. Put it. Put some. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's the biggest lesson that 2020 taught you? Oh, getting a little where, spicy. Where do you want to go with that? Like, no, the fight that I almost broke into was in 2021. So let's keep going with like circling back to the next question. I mean, one of the previous questions, and it was just like, I have to provide. Like, even if like we don't play in like the same gender role bullshit, like. I still have my end that I need to take care of, yeah. and just because I'm still working on my dreams doesn't mean that I'm fucking earning a paycheck, and that comes first. Yeah. Like, obviously, like, still, I still follow my dreams. As soon as it became a realistic opportunity for me, I quit Target, literally just walked out, but that, so that would be the biggest lesson, is that gotta own up to your shit, gotta be an equal partner gotta be 50 50 yeah that's real that must have felt so good to walk out of target oh i know just walk out like, well no because like i l walked out because of depression oh you were out of there yeah like i woke up at 6 a.m the only other people there was one old lady who literally had left home to go find out she had covid and then yeah. some old fucker that was like retired 15 years ago and every single day since then he was at target oh yeah it was just like i'm gonna die here so i'm going home yeah Walked yeah. out, told my boss, like, heading home. He was like, a co what's wrong? Talk to me. He's like, nothing. I just quit. Like, fuck this. And then immediately got, like, all my calls back of just like, hey, Cody, we have an event this week. Do you want it? He's like, absolutely. I need money, like, ASAP. And things just worked out. That's how okay. it goes. Yeah. You got back on the path and shit started yeah. working. I'm incredibly lucky it did or else, oh, that could have been bad. That's a sign, though. Yeah, you're on a winning streak. Like, I was even sign. debating, like, pulling a fucking Larry David and just, like, going right back to my job even though I just quit. <laughs> George from Seinfeld. That's, hey guys, the, was, that's the big. Hey, guys, I was just kidding. I was stepping out for some lunch, and uh, I'm back at <laughs> it. Took a long lunch. Hey, now I'm back. I had some little blood sugar that day. That wasn't who I am. <laughs> Let's just keep going. Let bygones be bygones. Yeah. What about you? 
What's the biggest lesson you learned in 2020? Um, Any good ones? Any big ones? Any spicy ones? Dang. I don't I haven't thought about one lesson. I think... Hmm. I mean, this year I've been learning that similar lesson of, like, you gotta do what you gotta do. Like you yeah, said, Mr. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Make It Shake. Like, if shit's not working, make it work. Because, like, there's no... There's no, like, option of fail, you know what I mean? Yeah. 2020 but, just seemed more like stagnation, while 2021's actually been, like, yeah. the growth. See, it was different for me. I think the main thing I learned was that you have to stay on that path. Like, I learned that you have, at least this is what I believe, like, I believe that there's something you're meant to be doing in this world, and you know what it is. Like, you and your heart know what it is, and, like, you've known ever since you were young, and you have to make sure that that's a part of your life, or else you're not going to be okay. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, like, that's when you're going to, you know... Uh, I don't know. I won't get too far into it, but that's what I learned, was just that, like, you you have to give your all to make the life you want happen, you know? Because I didn't lose a whole lot through COVID. Like, I had a job... I had a good job yeah. at a grocery store through the whole year, so I was very blessed in that aspect. But it got me thinking a lot about, like, what I do want, because I was in... I'd work like that for like four years so like being a manager of a grocery store is a very very corporate mm -hmm. environment and it's a very corporate mindset you have to have so like eventually I just broke down and got to the point where I'm like I'm not giving up this that I'm doing like you know I'm not giving up the podcast I'm not giving up my art I'm not gonna stop working out so I can skate again and then once I started skating again I'm not gonna stop skating so like eventually I'm like one of these has to go and one of these are not like the other by Aldi you know what I mean? I mean, not completely by, but it's the, it was like what I was coming to terms yeah. to through 2020. Mm -hmm. What about you? Because, I mean, you had a similar adventure. Yeah, where, like, you had a secure job, yeah. and you ventured away from it. Yeah, no, pretty much just, uh, yeah, I mean, just kind of following more of, like, what you feel like your path is on. Like, like, like we're all saying, like, what I was doing wasn't working, and I knew that, yeah. and I was unhappy for a while, so I had to make it, make yeah. a change. And we posed that as, like, cutting out your nine to five or whatever but and that's not and that's not to say that like that's what everyone needs to do you need to quit your nine to five job it's not for you it's like that is for some people you know mm -hmm. but like but you know when it's not for you you know what i mean mm -hmm. some people love you know like running you know managing a restaurant some people love waiting tables it's just they love being a server or whatever you know i don't yeah. know I miss it sometimes, dude. Honestly, I miss the restaurant. I do miss the industry. restaurant because I, I enjoy the hustle and bustle. I enjoy, like, dude, having there, a lot to juggle. Not even. There was a time I fried a rag and gave it to a somebody as a joke. So I said, here's a sandwich, dude. And I will never forget that. I saw it a meme the other day and it was like, it was like a, ri a, like a fried rag. And, I, I, dude, I had so many flashbacks. It was at the same country club where, where I had that spicy sauce. It was just a, it was I've had many stories on earlier that, episodes. Yeah, was that the one about the sub? Everything. Oh, yep. the huggies. E oh, the huggies. Yep. Everything. <laughs> everything. Every funny story came from that restaurant, and that's what we did that at too. We just like a kitchen towel. We folded up in a nice little square, put in some breading, some Yo, flour. Yeah, panini for you. Deep fried. Hey, Carlos. Panini. No, we, we said it was. We put it on a bun. Said it was a grouper sandwich. <laughs> and he freaking this guy bites into it. He just comes around the corner. You guys are assholes, dude. He's like, this is not a sandwich. What did it look like? You know, it looked like a fried grouper sandwich till you cut what? it open. It's just a fried rag. Because it's just like this the thing of fried stuff. You know, you don't see it until you, like, bite into it or cut it open. What? We tried it again the next day on a girl, the, the other guy, the, the expo, the one that gave me, like, spice. Tried it on this uh, server girl, and she cut it open first. And she's like, you should know better. She's like, we always going to cut our food open before we eat it. I'm like, all right, true. I, think I don't. 
think everybody just needs to start working in a kitchen at like some point like especially yeah. like under 18 absolutely yeah so, yep. like once you can appreciate oh hey maybe i shouldn't eat here because like holy shit that's nasty <laughs> yeah because yeah. like i've worked some places that like no never gonna eat there again never gonna shop there again yep yep just but seeing also, the status of the kitchen sometimes yeah. you're like that oh, has yeah. never been cleaned but also like there's some, you learn some respect, and also... Absolutely. Eventually, there's some felon who's going to take you under his wings and teach you some life lessons. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Like, there's God, a guy fish in Pennsylvania. He did that for me. Fucking God bless... Oh, I can't fucking remember his name, but he taught me, this is how you eat ass. <laughs> dude, I had the same experience. <laughs> Lion Cook. So funny. Yeah, Lion <laughs> Cook, dude. Let me tell you something, boy. <laughs> dude, he was... Yeah, it was insane. I'm like 17. I'm like, all right. I appreciate it. Thank you. You ever try to get the bottom of a yogurt cup and you don't got a spoon? <laughs> Listen, it's going to taste like sweat and pennies, and if it doesn't, get the fuck out of there. Oh, no. All right, let's spin one more time. Honestly, one I feel like... One more times, but more than one. I feel like let's hit two, la- two last eights. Like, eight, eight, and an eight, and that's how we're going to write out the episode. Okay, let's do it. I feel like... And then we'll ask two eight questions. Two eight questions. All right, Danny, you get the eight okay. questions. I'm going to take some eights because this is the last dab, and this okay. is not a joke. Okay, okay. I might be playing with fire on, like, on this one and like totally fucking myself for being like, yeah, let's just do it. Do we need, do we need to spin that, or can we, uh, can we just take our dab? I say we just take some eights. Oh, yeah, we don't have – I guess I'll just film it here, though, just to get a cool little angle. This is what oh, you need to get so on the thick. YouTube channel, people. Because we got these angles. Two, three. All right, this is the last dab. If you've seen hot ones, you know what the last dab is. And we're doing three dollops. Three. I guess dollops, not Yeah, we're right. not doing proper dabs. Uh, yeah, these are little, little dabs. All right. I'm trying not to fuck you. Bam. All right. Here we go. Here goes nothing. Brian's perspective. Hit Dude, I can time. smell that from here. Wow. Oh, I fucking smelled oh, it. it is. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right. Good luck, boys. Is it? It's got, like, some pineapple or some shit. I remember it tasting it does not way taste worse good. than it was spicy. It doesn't taste edible, bro. It tastes like... Exactly. Ink. <laughs> it tastes like ink. I just sucked on a ball. Please ask a question so I can get a drink. <laughs> okay. All right, this is crazy. I don't write these questions. Best band currently in Southwest Florida and worst band currently in Southwest Florida with oh, reason- with reasoning. And if you don't want because you, you if you've said anything this episode, you've proven that you know music to a certain extent. So you know what you're talking about. <laughs> you do. Best band's absolutely subjective, but as much as I love rocks and all of them, like I just can't. <laughs> He's dying. <laughs> so like. Rocks and the Revolt are definitely in my bottom tier. Bottom tier? Yeah. What? <laughs> Tapping out. All right, remember, we got one more question left. You know when it gets so fucking spicy, you get the hiccups. <laughs> Wait, so you said rocks wasn't your top? No. I think I need some kefir too. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna hold it for a little bit. I'm gonna have it over here, but I'm gonna hold it for a little Ugh. bit. 
You're a damn fool. <laughs> I know. He did the same thing last time, and I, d- I just don't get why. I just want to see how long I can go. You did it last time, the whole time. Take did I? Did I? Yes. You and Steven both like didn't have a drink the whole time. Ugh. I'm over here showing. No, this is like adult, adult uh, ice cream sandwiches. What is it called? Denimals. How you forget my name like that? It's messed up, dude. Um, so, so we have three questions here. Before you guys take the next one, do you want me to rifle off another one and then ask the last one after the last dab? Um. Uh, oh, we're gonna do two eights. You yeah. want to do two more? No, that was one, and then you're another. You're another one. Yeah, two total. Right? Oh, I see. He's yoking. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Shit out of my nose. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> He's yoking. He's yoking. All right, everybody. I do want to say the Madhouse had a really dope <laughs> event the other day. Um, uh, if you live in Southwest Florida, the Madhouse is a uh, private skate park. I think it's built out of like. Formerly Brotherhood Skate Park, like ramps from Brotherhood or oh, really? Skate Park. That's dope. I, think, I know they have some obstacles there because when with the contest they had a best trick on that big rail. Remember that big thick steel rail they had at the park? Skate yeah. park? Yeah. They had that at the Madhouse. But they did a the game big, skate. The big black one? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And they Legendary. did it like put them on top of the ramp so you could like go and do like a stall wow. and it's sick. Uh, I'm broken. Let's break Brian. Let's do two more last dabs. Fuck it. Yeah, right, let's, let's, let's go. Let's break him. I'm fucking stupid. All right. To my boss tomorrow. If I'm not moving as quickly, I do a po- No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> my stomach hurts. <laughs> my stomach hurts. We're my stomach hurts, boss. Let's just do one dab. I think I only work till 10 a.m. tomorrow anyway, so I'll be I'll be set. I'm, I'll be ed- I'm in at 11. I'll be edited in the podcast. Gohan, no. Gohan, you don't want this. Gohan, no. Hey, sit, buddy. Sit. You don't want this. He's like, Daddy, I bet. Want to bet? Do you want to bet? Because I'll say I do want it. Hey, you bought the camera. Ugh. It even looks like a little turd. <laughs> That's what it's gonna feel like. All right. But yeah, shout out to the Madhouse because they're doing cool stuff Gohan, for the right skate off. scene. We don't have skate parks yet in this area, but we will soon. Mark yep. my words. And congrats on coming in second on that. That hype. That, that got second. me hyped. I bet. Like, dude. I bet. Because I've been through two knee injuries, man, and that shit wasn't easy. And I, I, I was proud of how I skated. And the GoPro angle might pick up the trophy up there in the top left. Again, get to the YouTube channel. You'll be able to see it. They made a little key out of an old skateboard. And that was awesome. Handmade that. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, why I'm, won't it come out? I know. It's like, Brian, you don't want this. Brian, you don't want this. What is going on? Come on, last dab. Just get that camera shot of it just... It's stuck. Peaking. It's turtling. <laughs> Bro, tap your spoon on it. Tap your spoon on it. There you go. Get that bitch out of it. Get that bitch out of it. It's okay if you get two. It's okay if you get two dabs. I feel like... <laughs> All right, there we go. That's a nice Wait, smear. let me see that shit. I want to... Is it even? I think I need a little more. Uh, no, I think you're good. Right, that just right. looks like the flattened out version of mine. I'm put this one right down on let the Let me top. actually put back on the mic. Kind of with this kefir was a little colder. Yeah, we probably shouldn't have just left it out for like the two hours we were waiting on Danny. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. All right. Wait a fucking second. He's yoking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, the man's so milk. smart. Frozen strawberry milk. Oh my gosh. Came I don't out, care. I came yeah. out of nowhere. Wait, did you put that in the freezer? Fuck yeah, I did. Dude. I also got ice cream for you. <laughs> Fuck that, that's for you now. Legitimately yeah. got ice cream for you, uh, but I'll eat oh. it. You can have some. You want some? I'm good right now. It's like cookie dough flavor or something like that. All right. All right, now that uh, spice is still just a painful memory. So, did we get an answer? Best band, worst band? I said best band. That's pretty subjective. Oh, like, and then you said you tap out. You said you can't do that. And then I just said rocks. I feel like if, if I had to name a band, would be one that I don't really appreciate. Oh, okay. Fair. Did you not understand that? The man said it three times. Yeah. No, I didn't understand. I thought to he... be fair, he was also going through the spikes. Yeah, I feel yeah. You, I feel I'm you. like going, going I got some endorphins. We were lost in the sauce. Yeah, I get you. I get <laughs> you. All right, ready? No. Last dab number two. Ask the question, fucker. What is some harsh advice artists desperately need to hear? <coughs> Stop cupping the fucking mic. It doesn't make you sound like a man. It makes you sound like a fucking bitch. It literally takes what out all mean? the good tones in your voice. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, and I don't know how to fucking tell that to rappers without being like, no, you actually sound like less of a man when you do that shit without like... Shoddy shit about it. <laughs> And it's just fucking rappers that do it. Like, yeah, yeah. It is, too. Fuck. That's wise. You heard him. You heard the man. Don't cup the mic and don't point it at the speakers. Did you hear the man on Facebook? Yeah, don't be doing that either. <sighs> oh, Feedback. Taste this. It tastes like a fucking strawberry milkshake. Really? Dude, that was... What kind of chocolate milk or strawberry, strawberry milk, milk is that? Uh, the fucking 7-Eleven shit. What? I gotta like take note of that brand. That's Fair a, life, yeah. That's a good one. You you could try it, but you have to have a dab with us first if you want to try it. I'm okay. I'm really okay. All right. So how do we I wrap it up? It. How do we wrap this um, up? Um, you'd wrap it up with another dab, I thought. Yeah, I thought that's what we were gearing towards. Yep. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I'm just sitting here like. All right, let's go. Okay. Okay. <sighs> one more dab. One more question. Is that what we're doing? Yep. Do you want to ask a last question? <clears throat> yeah, as, as we're like hitting some downtime, some milder questions, um, what are your top three games from your childhood? We kind of talked about that earlier. Crash Bandicoot, Ty the Tasmanian De Devil, Guitar Hero. Nice. You ever play Sly Cooper? I fucking love that shit. It's fire, dude. I missed that game. That's the game I was playing when you got hit by a car. Oh, uh, it was? Yep. Yeah. I didn't even save it. That's how much I love you, dude. I didn't even save uh, it. I, thought, I remember it. You didn't even pause it. No, no, it was Christmas morning, Christmas morning, or the day after Christmas, right? Day after Christmas. And I got that game for Christmas, and I was sitting there, oh, wow. playing the game, and just sitting on the little living room floor, little Brian, playing the game, and then I hear banging on the living room door, and, I, and it was the girls from next door, and I was like, why are they fucking with the, because everyone was playing outside, I'm like, why are they fucking, fucking disturbing me and shit, and they just the kept shit. banging, and then my mom's like, what are they doing, and then she opens the door, and they're just like, Danny got hit by a car, Danny got hit by a car, oh, and I was just yeah. like, and I just threw that controller, and I was like, what? Bro, That's my heart, dude. Crazy. My heart. That's crazy. Hit me with another one so we can buy some time. Fuck. Best yeah. band to come out of Southwest Florida, in your opinion. Or artist. Or best band still in it. I fuck so hard with Bargain Bin. They're one of my favorite bands. Yeah. They do kill it. They put on a hell of a show. Even when, like, the last ZombieCon, I had a press pass. And we were got to be like front row for them, 
And that was my first time watching them. Wait, they played a zombie con? They played the last zombie con. What? Uh, Wait, the one with the shooting? Yeah. Damn. Wow. Imagine breaking down a drum kit with that in the background. You know my boy got shot there? I knew you knew him. I didn't know yeah. like how close you knew him. Yeah. yeah. Would he get like shot in the leg? Yeah. Was there a dude that died also? Wasn't there a guy that got shot and killed? I'm not sure. Or the only one guy got shot? I can't remember. That was crazy, remember. though. I forget that that happens sometimes. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, that was crazy. And now it doesn't happen. That was a cool event Southwest Florida did. I, I never went. I went one time. I've never been in my life to ZombieCon. I think it was the year prior to the shooting I went. Oh, no, he's got the trash can. He's he might yoke. Or that's just with the tissues. We'll see. We'll <laughs> see. <laughs> I'm sorry, Coach. I, I don't have shit to prove. Oh, the guy who can't handle the spice doesn't like rocks in the revolt because he finds it derivative. Ooh. <laughs> I love it, dude. I love it. Why is nobody calling me for gigs anymore? Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> why do they... Oh, why would everybody place truth or dab on hot ones? Why do they always just take the dab? <laughs> <laughs> You're the man, Cody. Fuck. You're awesome. <clears throat> Let it be known that this podcast is and will be, for the next couple episodes, recorded on Cody's very own board that he's letting us use. Because he's a hero. Shout out, Cody. That was two dabs. That was two big old blobs on there. Uh-oh. We gotta end it out. Yeah. I need some of that ice cream. Because I, I don't really feel like I need it right now. Nice. Damn, that's a big Coming one. out nice, dude. Coming out nice. Literally looks like... Looks something like, in it looks like looks like chicken crap it does mm-hmm. wait yeah you know that too it's exactly chickens. like chicken heat poop. level Ew. 10 out of 10 it's got exactly zero percent of any dietary shit that you need <laughs> all right all right zero <laughs> percent <laughs> i can't zero <laughs> percent good 100 percent bad it had no saturated fats though yes <laughs> been watching my sets uh, all right last one and then uh did we did we have a question you, oh no we have one more reading it you were gonna be reading it what the hot okay yeah let's go yeah <sighs> just buying time just buying time all right fuck it all right let's do it last one let's go Fucking read. Alright, last question is What is the biggest regret in your life? Oh, breaking up with Tess after she was able to fucking deal with me after like heading on our third date ever. She came to a stranger's house where I OD'd on eight Percocets and an entire bottle of vodka and she still like stayed with me through the entire night and then I broke up with her a week later. Oh, damn. Whoa. Yeah, it fucked up. But you got her. Yeah, and she, yeah, after all that shit, she was still like, hey, Cody, yeah, I'll come back. Thanks, bud. <laughs> <laughs> so, you could say that it led to where you are. No, I, like, I'm a firm believer that every fuck-up you make is, like, another step in the life that you have to take. And that you can't, like, go back and change shit without changing who you are in the future. And that was still really fucking stupid, just like this was. <laughs> Yeah, I've made some dumb decisions, dude. It's starting to feel that, like, fire breath. Like, every time you breathe out, it's just like, oh, damn. You want me to wrap her up, or you want to keep it going? 
for a little bit. I mean, if you have anything to add, we can we can. Well, I'll try with a hot take. We can tie a close on it. Y'all didn't even try to Gator run. Y'all scared. Y'all got scared of the Gator. That Gator run was harsh. That Gator run's harsh. I remember. Nothing's worse than the XXX. No, nah. Yeah. Nah, nah, that last dab. You sweat. Still not the hottest. Yeah, right. No. No. The one from I'm Karaoke sure the one, yeah, I'm sure that one, because yeah. that one was above the Carolina Reaper. Yeah. Does this have Pepper X in it? Or Carolina Reaper in it? Pepper X. In there? Chocolate Pepper X. Chocolate. Peach Pepper X. Distilled vinegar. What? Peach? We're just making up names, dude. Peach Pepper X. Peach Pepper X. They're all just jalapenos, and then they just fucking put capsaicin in it, and they're like... Got to. I need some more kefir, dude. I don't care if it's lukewarm. Oh, fucking chug it. Mainly not gargle it. There we go. Gargle it. ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't sound like a gargle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Cody. Um... Things to look out for. Go, get, uh, the Go Skate Day event. Yep. That's something that's coming up this month. June 21st. That's going to be... Dude, that's... I'm... Dude, that's... I cannot wait. Like, if you, if, if you got work, call off work. June 21st. It's, it's a Monday down. this year. I haven't done anything for Go Skate Day in like three or four years since like moving and stuff. And I've never done anything like this for Go Skate Day. Like putting on an event. This will be... Mark my words. This will be the biggest, like this will be the biggest go skate day event in Southwest Florida in history. I can put money on it. Absolutely, I can put money on it. And we've got it all over social media. If you follow us in any aspect of the podcast or me and Danny personally, you'll you see it. But skating with snacks, dude. Kyle's doing it. Kyle's doing it. Shout We're out putting Kyle. together a go skateboarding day event. Shout Veteran out the team. Park. Everybody killing it. This whole household is on another level with it. We'll try. I'm starting to get that high that comes with getting too hot. Yeah, I'm like I'm like 16 words ahead, so I'm trying to like get like dial it back a little bit because <laughs> I'm just like my brain's going. But we're gonna be there early. But it's it's officially starting at like noon. But we're gonna be there cooking burgers and there's gonna be food for everybody the whole day. There's gonna be waters for everybody to stay hydrated. We're gonna have lots of complete skateboards to give away to kids that don't have any. Uh, just um. We want to have parents present because we want it to be like a, you know, like if you're a parent listening to this and you and your kid has been wanting to skateboard or something like that, come by and just say what's up. And like, I guarantee we'll have a board for you. And Kyle's getting together uh, helmets as well that we're going to be giving away. <clears throat> yeah, this one. Yeah, it's about dynamics. We're just on the GoPro right now. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and there's a lot of people involved. Stiff boards is going to be giving some stuff away. Roadrunner is going to be there with some stuff to give as well. Ride Nature, I believe, just joined as well. Yep, yep. I'm gonna have Professor Shred stuff, Grip Tape, and uh, and uh, the whole nine. We're gonna have some Set City Life. of Homes podcast stuff. Set, Set Life there. Pro, Swap Fever is gonna be there making an appearance. We're gonna have tunes. We're gonna have speakers with all local jams for us to skate to, and it's gonna be sick, bro. I'm gonna try to like not have a lot of work to do so that we can just like skate and have fun, you know? Exactly. <clears throat> yep. That's the way to do it. It's gonna be legendary. Big event, but... And we're documenting the whole thing. We're going to be filming it because we're trying to build skate parks around here, dude, and we want to show the city. There's skaters here. We need parks, you know? This is 2021. Skating's in the Olympics, bro. We need to take it to that level. Yeah, the fact that... 
we have to drive to either Lehigh. Lehigh is our only free park available where we don't have to wear a helmet. We can roll up. We can skate for free. We don't have to pay. Lehigh is the only park of, here or, around within uh, at least an, you know, an hour drive. As close as an hour. But even veterans being in Lehigh for us is like a 45-minute drive. And thankful for what we have. Oh, absolutely. You know, but thankful. all things considered, it's kind of a piece of shit. And, and not even that, but we need one here. Like, we, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, we we work, we live, you know, we live lives where we. It's not, it's not reasonable to go forty-five minutes to an hour out the way to Lehigh to just to skate and then wet, weather ramps. permitting everything. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, some prefab ramps exactly. And there's so many locations around here. Like, it's gonna ha- Kyle's gonna make it happen, bro. Skating with snacks and all the skaters, all these like people doing cool things and starting skate brands. Everyone's gonna make it happen. Like events like the twenty first is gonna be what makes it happen. All of us coming together, Madhouse, you know, like all these different little sectors of the skate scene coming together because all of us need parks and like these kids need safe spots to skate. If you're a kid wanting to be an Olympic skateboarder, that's something you can do now. So you need to have a place to train safely, you know? You yeah. gotta learn how to tray flip fifty fifty handrails because that's just the level skateboarding is at, you know what I mean? And you can't do that. At Veteran Skate Park. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. The run up on that handrail. Only handrail they have, and it's a piece of shit. Yep. I apologize. You guys are like talking about making moves and shit, and I'm just dying here. Yeah, I'm trying. I apologize, Cody. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> is there anywhere they can find you at? Anything you want them to look Don't out for? Don't give a fuck about me. Support these guys. Support Set Life. Actually help people who are doing shit. But also look up Cody and Co. Cody Ampersand Co. is on Spotify. Shift 7. Shift 7. Shift 7. Get that. What is it? Helvetica Ampersand. <laughs> and where can they find us at, dude? You can find us at City of Palms Podcast. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, new episodes up in your ears every Monday. We're at your eyes every Monday, too, on YouTube. YouTube Subscribe channel. YouTube. Please get over there because we put a lot of effort into this show. And it's time consuming. And we love it. And we don't want to stop doing it. And we want you guys to see it. Yep. If you make a hot sauce, send it to our show. We're going to be doing weekly submissions. We're going to be doing weekly hot sauces. Cody Smith's coming every week. Every week. (laughs) Going to toughen up that tummy. (laughs) I guess it's more of like a mouth thing. No, it's definitely tough. He's like... But yeah, and, and go to the Instagram for the giveaway. Like we said at the beginning, we are giving yep. away some stuff that we're really happy to be giving to someone, you know, like it is stuff we care about, items that like we would love to receive for free. So get over there, take the steps that the post says, tag some friends. We're going to be here every week. Yep. Get at us. All, All right. right. Your tats are sick. That chest piece is sick. Um, this has been episode 91. Yes, sir. Thank Hit you, him Cody. with the outro, Soren. <laughs>